0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Well, each year, heart failure kills one in 50 Australians and 60,000 people end up in hospital for treatment. Tragically, many patients with advanced heart failure die while they're waiting for a heart transplant. But there is some hope. Today, the federal government has announced a grant of $50 million to support the development of a new generation of artificial hearts. It's claimed these devices could halve the number of deaths from heart failure. Joining me now is Associate Professor Sean Gregory. Sean is the co-director of the Artificial Heart Frontiers Program at Monash University. Professor Gregory, good morning. Good morning, Sally. That that name, the, the Artificial Heart Frontiers Program, kind of says it all in a way. How uh, exciting is the science behind these artificial hearts?
1: Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. We're using state-of-the-art revolutionary techniques, techniques that are applied to completely different disciplines to revolutionise artificial hearts.
0: And, and was there, in the early stages of this, uh, a bit of a dash to Bunnings to get some parts? Is that right?
1: Yeah, we, we have a frequent flyer card with Bunnings, basically, because <laughs> we go there a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what sort of parts? What are we talking
1: about? Uh, we build sort of mock circuits of the heart and circulatory system, for instance. And if you think about the heart and the blood vessels, they're kind of just pipes, right? And so we, we put a bunch of pipes together to replicate the heart. And, and that's how we test our devices on a benchtop.
0: It's fantastic. It's so complicated. And yet, looking at that, it must seem that it's a very solvable problem in some ways. Yeah,
1: it's Mm. always funny when people come into our lab and see uh, drill presses and bench grinders (laughs) and parts from Bunnings working towards building (laughs) artificial hearts.
0: These artificial hearts, how long can people have those before waiting for a transplant?
1: So at the moment in Australia, you get it as a a bridge to transplant. So you're meant to to have a transplant. But in the US, you can have it as a destination therapy. So it's sort of as long as you you live. Um, And patients on existing devices have been able to live for 10 to 15 years on these devices.
0: And what do we know about how long the the waiting list is for these transplants and the number of Australians who are prepared to step up and and donate their organs?
1: Yeah, so, so the waiting list is still quite long. I mean, it's a bit of a luck game here, Um, but there's usually about uh, more than 100 patients on the transplant waiting list at any time, Um, so there's a clear need for devices like this to keep patients alive until they can get that transplant.
0: And when we're we're talking about the very basics here, when we're talking about heart failure, what's happening to the heart?
1: So it depends on the type of heart failure. There's two main types, um, a type where your heart gets usually typically quite large and and can't beat enough to pump blood around, and also quite small and and thicker um, walls on it. So uh, we're developing the Artificial Heart Frontiers program is developing devices to suit all patients with heart failure. So we have sort of a suite of devices, depending on what type of heart failure that you have.
0: And when would the first line of these new devices be available?
1: Um, So we're hoping very soon um, for for the first pump um, to to come out onto the market to start treating patients, um, hopefully within the next couple of years.
0: How much international focus has there been in what's going on here in Australia with this project?
1: Yeah, there's there's quite a bit. Um, Obviously, it just sort of got announced this morning, but the work that we've done prior to this has received quite a lot of international attention. Um, The the devices in our program are clearly revolutionary and and world-leading.
0: What is it that sets them apart?
1: So there's a few things. Um, One is that current, for instance, artificial hearts, they they rely on a similar pumping mechanism to the native heart where it's kind of like balloons that are filling and contracting just like your normal heart. But you can imagine a balloon filling and contracting about 30 to 40 million times per year. It's going to wear out after a while. Whereas our devices use a, a spinning disc on them. um, And it's magnetically levitated, just kind of like the Japanese trains and magnetically rotated so that it doesn't actually touch anything. So it's just a disc spinning in there, pumping blood around the body and having no mechanical wear. And interestingly, no pulse.
0: Where did that idea come from?
1: Um, So the idea has been around for a few years. Different pumps have used this technology, particularly for other applications. Um, But it's more the application to this therapy, to artificial hearts. that was quite novel.
0: How much of a difference will this $50 million from the federal government make to the program?
1: It's going to make an enormous difference. We're we're going to be able to accelerate all three of our major technologies and a bunch of other technologies to a stage that we never thought would have been possible before and hopefully start rolling out devices to, to help people.
0: Research can be an incredibly long process. What's it like being involved in this project where things at the moment are moving very, very rapidly? You could be on some other projects and nothing could happen. No results from that very important work. Not nothing would happen. No results uh, uh, would come for many, many years. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, we have to move a little bit slow sometimes because we have to make sure we do it right. We, we don't want to be putting these devices into patients when they're not ready for it. Um, but we can also move quite quickly now, given that we have a lot of extra funding. And that's incredibly exciting. I mean, when you see the result come up on the screen that no one's ever seen before and shows your device works really well, that that's a real honour to see that.
0: Why did you get into this kind of research, Sean?
1: Um... A little bit of a, a um, mistake, I was originally <laughs> wanting to cure cancer, um, but ended up doing biomedical engineering and fell into a really fantastic project with a guy called Daniel Timms, who's the inventor of the, the core device, and absolutely loved it and really enjoyed doing sort of the mechanical engineering side with the biomedical science and, and developing new devices to help people. And also, um, I was an engineer that was sort of raised by clinicians in a hospital, so I actually got to see the patients and see what they were going through, um, and that matter really big impact on my career.
0: Thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thanks for having me. It's Associate Professor Sean Gregory. Uh, he's the co-director of the Artificial Heart Frontiers program at Monash University, which is just receiving a $50 million grant from the federal government.
1: Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.